highlight of my week uh, because I get to stand up here and see all these beautiful faces and, and, and uh, smiley faces and it's, uh, it just uh, does my heart good. So it is fantastic to see each uh, and every one of you today. Uh, right, now we're going to get straight into it this morning, believing that God is going to do some uh, amazing things in, in our hearts and our lives today. And we're completing our series today of week five of our series called Culture Shift. And Culture Shift has been a, been a great series of, of around how do we navigate our, our changing world, a world that is shifting in its ideologies and our, and our political correctness and, and even the trends that are going on in our society. How do we navigate that and stay true to the Word of God? And, and, and it's, I, I've really enjoyed this series, and, and I heard Pastor Don uh, preached a great message last week from Manurewa campus, and, and, and he's, a, he's a great guy. And this morning, uh, we're going to follow on uh, with this series, and, and really the thought is, is around this this morning, that, that it's time. That it's time. It, it's time to look at how we're building our lives. It's time to look at the foundations of our lives. Because the reality is if you start building slightly off, just look at the Leaning Tower of Pisa. (laughs) It doesn't correct itself. And this morning, we're going we're gonna to journey through a, a thought of around shifting house. And many of you, are probably like, like me, we've shifted house many times and, and used some of those analogies of shifting. And, and this morning, I've entitled this message simply this, it's time to pack up your stuff and shift house. So let's get ready to pack up some of our stuff today because, because I believe that God has more for you. Uh, that, that as we enter winter and this, this cold season, that it's not just a, a season to look at, oh, let's stay home, let's stay warm, and, and, and let's watch out for all the bugs that are going around. No, I, I believe it's a season for you and I to at least to step forward, continue to influence our world, to, to stand strong and be bold and courageous in our walk with the Lord. It, it's time. It's time to keep moving forward. Matthew 7, verse 24 to 27. You'll see these on your, the words on the screen, but, but also if you've got the app, you haven't downloaded the Elam Christian Center app, can I encourage you, you can do that, and you'll see the sermon notes there, and you'll be able to listen to the message again during the week. But Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, it says this. It says, Everyone who, then who hears these words of mine uh, and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, uh, and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall down, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Two people who built two houses. One was called wise and one was called foolish. One stood and one collapsed. And I often wonder about this story, about, uh, about the foolish builder. That, that why, why didn't he at the start of this building project, why didn't he stop and think about where he was building his house? 
Why did he continue to build his, his house right there at the start of, this, of his project? Because, because he, he was gonna, it was really important that we know now that where you build your house or what you build your house upon is, is quite important to the longevity of your building, right? I, I wonder if he realized what would happen to the house uh, if a storm came. You know, as he's planning out and maybe he could see the picture of his house in his mind that, that was going to be a beautiful house, but, but I wonder if he ever thought about what would happen if it rained really heavy or, or if there was really strong wind or even a storm. I, I wonder if he had ever thought about that. Did, did the person who built this house realize that what would happen to the structure if he built it on the sand? Did someone, I, I think about this, did someone ever say to him, wait a minute, have you really thought this through where you're building the house? Stop right now. Stop and think about what you are going to build this amazing, beautiful house. It might be a beautiful house, but if, it, if it's on some sand, it's, it might struggle in its future. Did someone ever say, make sure... I can hear my dad's voice sometimes, like, like, son, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. You know, did someone ever say to the builder, have you thought about the foundations of your house? And, and today I, I want to explore this idea that, that it's time, it's time to make sure that the foundations that you and I are building our lives upon are solid. It, it, it's time to. It, maybe it's time to shift some of the stuff in our lives that, that perhaps it's time to throw some stuff out of, of our lives. Maybe it's time to move into another dress, uh, dress in your walk of faith with God and begin a new chapter of your life. But, but whatever it is, I feel like today it's just time. Joel chapter 2 is, a, is an amazing verse where the prophet, uh, prophet Joel, he, 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 he says this, he says, Sound of the trumpet. Or blow the trumpet and sound an alarm. And he was trying to get the attention of his people, of the, of the Israelites at that time. Because, because it's time. I'm going to sound an alarm. You've got to start thinking about your next steps. About what's happening. It's time. And, and the reason that I believe that it's time is because our world and our culture is shifting so rapidly. It's quickly moving from week to week at times. And, and if we're not careful, it will destabilize our lives and we'll be carried by popular trends, ungodly values, and that will affect the trajectory of our life or the, the lane that we run our lives in. Come on, can we, let's pray right now. Father, Lord, I thank you this morning that you are here. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, Lord, if, if, Lord, our hearts will be soft to hear your word today, Father, I pray. That, Lord, we'll, we'll understand about the timing of the season and the world we live in, oh God, that it's nothing for us to be fearful of, but it's something that we need to be mindful of how we're building starting from today. So, Father, I pray, will you speak to us? Will you give us incredible wisdom and insight into your plans and your purposes for every single person here today? Lord, I thank you that your heart is for us, that you love us. Lord, and you have hope for our future. So Lord, give us eyes to see and ears to hear what you're saying. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 
Amen. Well, well, I don't know about you, but Denise and myself, we've shifted house so many times, it's unbelievable to think about sometimes. In our first five years of marriage, we shifted 15 times. Uh, we, sh- and it was, we didn't know where we were coming or going at one stage, but, but we'd shifted into like a, a rental houses, into then our own homes, and we shifted into old houses and then new houses. We, we, but we shifted a lot of times in the early days, and, and every time, the, the part that I just probably hated the most was, uh, and I wasn't very good at it, Denise was very good, was when you had to come to pack up all the boxes again. Like we, Every time we packed up our stuff, we just realized how much stuff we actually did have, and, and we realized actually how much stuff that we did have that we haven't used in about two, three, four, five years, that we were just putting it in boxes for the sake of it anyway, and we were going to take it with us even though we didn't use it. Some of the stuff that we, we could, uh, I think I even wrote on some boxes sometimes, uh, we piled the stuff that we hadn't used for a while and I put, take it to the dump. But I never took it to the dump. I took it to my new garage, uh, put it there or put it in the wardrobe. We never actually got around to throwing it out. And, and so what happened, by default, you would take the rubbish boxes and you would transport them to a new address. And I said some words like this, oh, when I get it there, I'll sort it out then. Or we said something like, I'll get around to it then. Truth is, you and me, we're still getting around to it now. 10 years later, 20 years later. There's still our garages are still full, our wardrobes have still got stuff in there that we meant to throw out years ago. <laughs> And, and maybe, maybe you're the same as me, and we, we have a whole lot of stuff, and we know that we need to get, get rid of some of it, but we never get around to it. And we're all the same, and that there's things that we've been hanging on to and carrying around for way, way too long. It's these things, it's the stuff that stop us from, from moving on, that they hinder us from stepping into all that God has for us. You know, like like I'm, I'm believing today that God's going to heal some people today. I'm believing today that God's going to restore some people today. I'm believing that God's going to forgive and save some people today. I'm believing today that God is going to set some people on their firm foundation that will change their tomorrow. But it does start with us taking Note of the alarm. And maybe making some adjustments about how we live tomorrow. I just, I feel like it's time to leave some of those boxes there. Some of this stuff in our lives, it's time to leave it there and move to a new address. Don't be tempted to take it with you. Don't be tempted to say, I'll get around to it. Don't be tempted to say, I'll deal with that stuff next week. I believe it, it's time. It's time for us to, to look at and take note of what we are building our lives upon. Because I believe today that, that right now, if I could like it, invite you to, to open your heart to the Holy Spirit, to to maybe be a little bit vulnerable between you and God right now, to maybe be a little bit honest in your heart with God as he speaks to you right now, maybe being a little bit more authentic than than what what you've normally been, but it's it's time. It's time to to take a look because if we don't look, we'll stay there at the old address. 
God's got more for you. God's got more for you. And, and, and I want to let you know right at the very start that, that at the end of, our, uh, end of our service today, our ministry team are going to, there's some extra people going to be on today because I, I believe that today there's some breakthrough in the house for people today. It, it's, as you, it's as you leave stuff behind. We, we can deal with it. You know, God is the one who can deal with it. He's paid a price. And our ministry team would love to stand with you and agree with you after is believing in the power of the Holy Spirit at the end of our service because today it's time. It's time to take note. And, and in a shifting culture, I've got three really quick thoughts this morning. Uh, in a shifting culture, uh, we need to make the decision to move. Simple. The first thing is, is to make the decision to move. And the truth is that you and I have choices today. Do we take the next step? Do you take the next step in your journey with God? Or do you continue on living how you've always lived? Or, or, or do we blend into the culture of the world that, that we live in? Or do we decide to serve the whole the Lord wholeheartedly? And Joshua is an incredible uh, man of God in Scripture. Joshua 24, verse 15, he says, he says this to his people. He's kind of given a bit of a, a, a challenge to the nation of Israel at the time. And he says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. He says, choose for yourselves today. Whether the gods of your ancestors who served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live right now, but as for me and my household, Joshua says, we will serve the Lord. Decisions to make on your future that, you, that will change your future by the decisions you make today. Joshua said to the Israelites, he says, can I say to you, uh, it's like I can see it there, like the Israelites are in front of him, and, and he says, uh, can I say to you that they're building your life upon a foundation begins with making a decision on who you will serve. So choose this day who you will serve. And, and Joshua gives his people three suggestions or his audience three options on who you can serve. The first one was this, is that there's the things from the past. Like your history from their, their ancestors, the things that they used to do. You can, you can serve that, the things that were beyond or in the past. You can, you can serve those things. The second option was that there's the things of today, where you live right now, what you do right now. That in a shifting culture and, and trends of consumerism, that's the things of where you live. You, you can serve that today if you want to. You can fill your life up with gaining those things if you want to of, of today being swayed by that. You, you can serve that, Joshua said. Well, the third option was the Lord. You see, we can serve the Lord, the one who forgives us of our yesterday, the one who gives us freedom for today and hope for tomorrow. Here's the thing. For you and me today, we can only serve one of them. We can only serve one. Which one will it be? My prayer for you today and then for me today is that, that we will make a decision just like Joshua did and we'll say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the decision is, is yours today. And, and maybe for you, you today, you're solid, uh, to build your life on a solid foundation is firstly saying yes to Jesus and actually knowing God, starting that journey with him. Maybe for you, it's, a, it's about that, taking that next step of being water baptized. And, and we've got a team in the foyer afterwards that can help you and talk with you around that. You'll see a table there about water baptism. Is it your next step? 
Is it strengthening the foundation of your life? I want you to be bold and courageous. Maybe for you today, maybe for you today, it's, it's about being baptized in the Holy Spirit or knowing the power of the Holy Spirit working in your life to give you strength and empower you in every day of your life. Maybe that's your next step. But whatever your next step is, according to the Word of God for your life, it's time. It's time to build your life upon a solid foundation. The second thought is this, is that in a shifting culture, we need to move your own stuff. As a parent, I keep saying that to my kids all the time. Just move your own stuff. Just move your stuff. No, do it now. Move your stuff. Don't put it there. Move it. We feel like oh, every day on this. Anyway, <laughs> parent rant there. Here we go. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> See, moving is all about taking your stuff from one place to another. We put our belongings in a box and we transport it to a new address. A few years ago, Denise and I uh, went on a, a missions trip to India. Fantastic place. Um, uh, visit some of our, our missions partners and and some of the offerings that we take up a few times a year, went to visit some of those our partners and churches there. It was an incredible, incredible time. Amazing culture. The food was amazing. I love the food. And, but one of the things I always remember in India that's kind of scary, but it was the way they transport things around on motorbikes. It is scary. You know, I, I think the, the best I, I, count, I counted a whole family of six people on like a 50C, we used to call them nifty 50s here, like six people. Don't know how they did it, but they did. There was one helmet they were, I was going to say they were sharing, but they weren't sharing. There were six people. There was mum, dad, a couple of kids, and a baby, all on this one little motorbike. But, but the, probably the most scariest thing I saw being transported on a motorbike uh, was some great lengths of reinforcing steel. Probably from about here to the wall on a motorbike. The motorbike is probably this long. The reinforcing steel is that long. No health and safety, no orange flags or anything like that. Uh, just two people on a bike trying to carry reinforcing steel amongst the traffic. Amazing. But it's amazing what you can move if you put your mind to it. I saw animals on the back of motorbikes. Like they were in, Some of them were in cages and some of them weren't in cages on a motorbike. It was, it was fascinating to see. But, but amazing what you can transport. Amazing what you can move if you put your minds to it. But what do we do with the things that we no longer want anymore? Generally, we say, we'll get around to it, we'll sort it out the other end. And from my experience, that seldom ever, ever happens. We just put things back where we know they will be. But, but what do you do with the things in your life that you no longer want anymore? Do we live our lives continually transporting them around, saying we'll sort them out at the other end? Or do we say today, it's time, things like our anger, things like our pride, the things we do to save face, the, is it the, the idols, the idolatry, the things that capture our hearts, the, is it lust, is it, is it addictions, is it substances, is it, is it relationships that you're pursuing that are going to lead to destruction, is it violence, is it lying? Whatever the stuff is, today I want to tell you that there is freedom available for you. Because if you keep building upon those things and a storm comes, your life will fall over. So choose not to. 
Choose to take this message today is not to be feeling like you're, you're getting beaten up or choosing like, you're, like I'm pointing the finger because I'm not my hardest. To, hey, it's time. I'm trying to sound a bit of an alarm for you that, and, and for myself that if we're not going to build upon the Word of God, we're, this stuff that's going to come and going to happen and we're going to be swayed. It, it's time. It, it's time. So choose not to walk out of this place today without having an encounter with a loving God that gave his son for you and for me. He's already paid the price for your freedom. Why wouldn't we decide to walk in freedom today? Word of God says in Ephesians 3.12, it says, In him and through him we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Here's the thing. We, We find freedom when we move our stuff and we place it at the foot of the cross. We find freedom at the foot of the cross because that's the place. That's the place where Jesus paid the debt that you and I incurred. That's where he paid the price once and for all for each one of us. Why wouldn't we take our stuff over there and place it at his feet? And why would we? It doesn't make sense to continue to carry things around all our lives for some. Come on, it, it's time today. If I had a trumpet, I would blow it just like Joel did today. It, it's time. It's time to sound an alarm to where, that we make sure that we're building upon the Word of God and a firm foundation because the truth is with faith in our heart, we can approach our God and discover what it is to find freedom. Here's the thing. He's not like the school teacher that's waiting with the big cane as you come to give you the whack. I think the picture I see of Jesus when we come is more like arms out. Need to make it an awkward message today, but 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 I want us to take note today. Let's not be swayed, let's not be shifted for when storms come. I want you to stand strong and stand for not in who you are, but what Christ has done for you. That's the platform, that's the solid rocket. At the end of our service, I'm gonna say it every time. At the end of our service today, our ministry team are going to be here. They're going to uh, stand with you and declare, because we're a church that expects breakthrough. Today is your day if you decide to leave some boxes behind of stuff. Third and final thing is this. In a shifting culture, we need to embrace a new place. Embrace a new place. In our first five years of marriage, we shifted so much, like I said, 15 times. Sometimes I didn't know where I was living uh, we we would we lived in Hamilton and we and, and there's there's even this one time I don't even think I, I um, mentioned this to Denise one time but one, once we shifted uh, say on a Saturday and the next day I was driving and I found myself driving up the driveway of the old house that someone else had already shifted into and their car was there I thought who's that in my driveway until I suddenly realised halfway up the driveway that that's not my house anymore so I slowly pulled back and took off really fast. But it was amazing how the car has autopilot and would always go back to where we had been. It's like it would always continue to try and go back to the, to the old place because it was familiar. We had great memories in those, uh, in those other properties and those houses that we were, but it wasn't our place anymore. We had moved to a new place 
And we weren't supposed to go back to where we had been. Sometimes moving to a new spiritual place in your journey with God is the same. We just keep trying to go back to where we had been. Sometimes we drift back. We slide back. Sometimes we we tend to keep going backwards rather than embracing the new place that God has for you. Maybe rather than embracing what God is opening up to you and to me. Yes, it takes courage to ask for help. Yes, it takes boldness to to come up the front here after and ask for prayer. Yes, it it takes courage to join a small group and to connect in. But yes, it, it takes determination to choose not to go back to the old address. Why would you go back there and pick up that stuff again when there's something so much better ahead of you? Psalm 40 verse 1 says this, And I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud, out of the mire. He set my feet on solid ground, and he steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed, and they will put their trust in the Lord. This is what I'm expecting for you today. I'm expecting that there'll be something different about you when you walk out of here today. And it's not anything that I've done but that you've had an encounter with God, that you've met with the person of the Holy Spirit. This is what I'm expecting will happen to you today, that the Lord will hear you, that He will turn towards you, that He'll lift you, He'll set your feet upon a rock, that He'll steady you, and that He'll give you a new song in your heart. result of that is He'll give you incredible influence. When your world, when your workmates see what's happened in your heart, what's happened in your life, your behaviours have changed. Your insights have been shifted. So you have, we have an opportunity to move forward to embrace a new place in God today. I know for some, maybe you've never been there before. Maybe you've never never been so vulnerable with God before. Can I say today is your day? I want to sound an alarm to say, build upon a rock. Embrace the new that God has for you. Maybe a new way of living. But I'm believing that And it's your choice and it's your decision today. But I'm believing that that every person that that comes forward at the end of our service and says, God, I need you to do something. And and it's between you and God that when someone stands alongside of you, declaring the promises and the Word of God, speaking life over you, imparting the Holy Spirit upon your life, that things will change in your life, that you will exit this place different to the way you come in. I believe it today. I'm believing that you'll have a a powerful encounter, not with another person, but that you'll have an encounter with the power and the presence 
of the Heavenly Father today, right here in this place. Powerful moments that will change the rest of your life. It's time. It's time to decide. It's time to move some stuff. It's time to embrace something new that God has for you. It's just time. Why don't you close your eyes and bow your heads right now. Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, right now, I thank you for the power of your love that that casts out all fear. Lord, your love's so great that condemnation has to flee. That your love's so great, Father God, that sense of freedom and power that you've given each one, Father, the power to stand strong. Father, I just, I, I prophesy boldness and courage over each heart and life today. Courage to check some of the boxes today. Courage and boldness to choose to leave some of the boxes behind at their old address. Wisdom, Lord God, to know what to throw away, Lord God. So Lord, I pray. I pray, Father, that your word is true. That we can build upon the solid rock of Jesus Christ. And when stuff comes, when our world changes, when things fall, that we know that we can stand upon the solid rock of Jesus Christ. That you will lift us up. That you will steady us. That you will hear us. So Father, today, every heart, Father God, I pray, bless them in Jesus' mighty name. That's why your eyes are closed and your heads bowed in. And here's, here's the Here's the second alarm. The second alarm, it's this. It starts with knowing God and saying yes to Jesus. That's the solid rock. That's like the platform that we can stand on. The the first step is is Jesus Christ. And and here's here's what He did. God sent His one and only Son for you and for me because we'd incurred a debt. Like we, we'd, our sin, our stuff, the, the boxes of rubbish that we have carried in in our lives, it, it separated us from have, knowing God. And, but God so loved the world that He sent His one and only Son for you and for me. That when we would say yes to Jesus, to surrender our lives to Him, that the debt would be paid and you could enter into an incredibly loving relationship with a loving God. So Jesus died on a cross for you and for me. He rose on the third day, buying your freedom and hope for your future. And it's real simple. To, the first step in knowing God is simply this, is, is I'm going to count to uh, three shortly. And, and if you want to say yes to Jesus right now, if in your heart, your heart is beating, and you're saying, beating strong, and you want to say, Daryl, I want to say yes to Jesus. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray a real simple prayer. If that's you, you want to say yes to Jesus, I invite you in your heart right now to pray this prayer after me. Pray, dear God, today I choose to give you my life. Forgive me of my sin. I surrender my life to you. I turn from my old ways. 
and I choose to follow you. Today, I say yes to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. And just while every eye is closed, I'm gonna count to three. If you said yes to Jesus, we'd love to be able to pray with you and help you on this journey. If you said yes to Jesus, on count of three, I want you to lift your hands up and down, just real quick. It's like a faith step of being bold and being brave. On three, lift your hand. One, two, three. 